0: Hello podcast people, you just made my day. Hi folks, welcome to Made My Day, the podcast that celebrates the little tiny wonderful things in life. This is episode 24, brought to you the week of August 15th, 2014, and I'm your host. My name is James Kinison, in recovery from major depressive disorder, anxiety, and bipolar Looking for at least one thing every single day that makes life worthwhile. This episode is dedicated to the memory of uh, comedian, actor, and genius uh, Robin Williams. It always affects me. It always hits me really hard when I hear of anyone, famous or not, that has lost their battle with depression. Um, it does two things, and, and one of them is kind of selfish, I guess. One is... It makes me feel really sad for the person and their family and the lies that depression tells people because depression is very convincing, very good liar. And the second thing is I, I feel a huge relief that I didn't ever go that route. Um, I was never hardcore tempted, but the, but the, uh, the lies came to my mind uh, that they'd be better off without you and, uh, you'd be doing them, doing them a favor. And I think that's what most people miss. They'll call people that commit suicide, uh, selfish. You know, they couldn't handle their own problems. So they just did the easy thing. First of all, killing yourself is not easy. Any genius can tell you that and non-genius as, as well. Um, you can just use your imagination. It's not easy. Okay. Secondly, uh, what would it take in your life for you to get to that point? A whole lot. So give them the benefit of the doubt. Thirdly, depression is so jacked up, it takes everything that's wonderful about your life and turns it against you, Um, including podcasts and fans, family members. And uh, you literally believe the lie because it seems true, seems very, very, very true that um, they would be better off without you. You're, you're, you know, you're morbid. You're, you're tired. You're, you're cranky. You're irritable. You're useless. Uh, they would be better off without you. And um, I'm just glad that I never, never, you know, gave in. And I know that's kind of selfish. It's kind of like I'm saying, ah, I did something that uh, somebody else didn't do. I, I, I promise you. I mean, you know me. It's not. It's not like that. I'm just thrilled um, that I'm on the other side of that, and I can see the life for what it was, and again, then I go right back into the sadness because uh, somebody else didn't get a chance to see that, but May My Day isn't about being sad. <laughs> it's about the wonderful things in life that, uh, that, you, get, that you do get to experience, and uh, that's what episode 24 is going to be about. Let's start with last Tuesday. Um, I'm a little late on this episode, so it's going to have a few more days than normal. Um, Tuesday, the thing that made my day is I was in the kitchen with my wife, and my daughter was there. And I i don't know. I just picked her up. And she wrapped her legs around my back. And I just held her there and looking into her eyes. And I said, you know what? Uh, I'll do this when you're 16, if you'll let me. And, and in the back of my head, I thought, and, and if I'm freaking able to. <laughs> I, I I don't think she'll get huge. It's it's that I'll get decrepit because I'm an old dad, 41. Um, and she says uh, she just goes, "Yay!" And I bet she will. She'll do it just because I said that. You know, that's just the way she's wired. Um, also, I I don't remember the details, but I wrote it down and it was awesome because if you've ever had problems with your websites or your computers, if you're kind of a geeky tech person. Um, one of the worst things in my life is when my computer's not working. My wife even, like she will, she is, you know, anything else she can come in and bug me, anything else she will, she will say, Hey, stop what you're doing. When you can, let's, let's get the groceries out of the car. Let's deal with this. Let's do that. But she knows me so well. And she's so awesome that when I got computer issues, all I got to do is say, I got computer problems and she knows to, um, or she, she doesn't know that makes it sound like she's trained. She, she respects that and she knows it bothers me that bad and it bugs me so much that she will give me the time to fix it. Cause she knows I will stay up. I will stay up all night until I get the problem worked out. Then if you're techie, then you realize, or you know, the truth about these things is usually it's something really dumb that you can't figure out. And you know that. And that's why it keeps you up all night because you're like, if I could just fix this one thing. My wife uh, relates when she's talking about spreadsheets and stuff. She's like, it's just not working out right. I know that it's just this one little dumb formula in one cell or something like that. And I don't know what she's talking about, but she can relate. And so um, I had one of those moments, uh, podcast.nocast.com. My main you know, podcast website was, was just forwarding. To the old website. I had recently moved everything over to a multi-site thing uh, to where I could I could manage all my websites on one WordPress install. It's pretty awesome. Took a while to do, but then my main podcast just started flipping out. I don't remember all of that I did, but I do remember that I didn't have to get all the way down into it, you know, rebuilding the entire site. I mean, I was thinking I was gonna have to start all the way over and do everything I'd done all over again. And it was just going to be hours and hours and hours. But it ended up uh, doing something with a domain and forwarded something. And boom, uh, podcast.nlcast.com is up and running and working. And it was just, it, it was quick. It didn't take all night to figure out the one dumb thing. The one dumb thing just got fixed really quick. And that's awesome. And that made my night. I also recorded NLcast uh, episode 224 Heaven is Real which was a lot of fun. I haven't done a featured story on the show for a while because I've kind of told them all, you know, you only have a certain amount of stories. And, but I remembered back uh, because of an episode of gospel of Kennison that I did. um, I remembered a moment where I used uh, my family's hyper faith, hyper religion uh, in order to avoid a very embarrassing thing. So if you if you would like, go over to NLCast, or podcast.nlcast.com, or podcast dot Click on episode two twenty four and listen to Heaven Is Real. And uh, I think it's pretty pretty funny. Uh, Wednesday, um, we finally got my wife's car situation straightened out. It only took us a, about a month, uh, but you guys will remember just, she got an accident, family, um, you know, on the highway. And uh, I was very thrilled that they were alive and fine, but the car was totaled. And, uh, we, we were able to get a new car through Craigslist from a young man. It's a 08, um, Honda sedan civic thing, you know, so it's not a coupe with two doors. It's got family doors on it. Um, and, uh, between the money that we got from the old car, since it was totaled out, they did us really well. Uh, state farm, you know, is, is awesome. Um, we we were able to pay cash for the new car. Uh, it's an 08, so it's a late model. It um, we put out, I want to say two, two less than two thousand dollars of our own savings, to uh, uh, you know, in conjunction with what we got from the insurance company, to pay this for this car just outright. So we still have no car payments, and that is awesome. Um, we didn't have to deal with dealers. We didn't have stinking dock fees and dealer fees and all this bullcrap fees that you get with, um, with dealers and uh Craigslist, you know, it's not perfect. It's, it can be scary, but, um, it, it's still that we had a great experience. It was awesome. And it's done Thursday. I have no idea what happened on Thursday. Friday was my birthday and uh, I turned 41 and uh, it's a little bittersweet because, well, you know, I, I signed up for this thing called time hop or whatever. It, it's uh, something, a plug-in that goes into your Facebook and your Twitter. And it finds stuff from a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. And one of them that it popped up on my birthday day, of course, was a post that I put up last year when I was doing really bad still. Um, I was doing really, really bad. It was my 40th birthday. It, I was very contemplative. I was very depressed. And I'd put down, it's my 40th, 40th birthday. I'm not sure that I'm where I thought I would be. And uh, I remember how depressing that was, and seeing it again a year later wasn't much better because it's like looking at my life from a distance, I, not a lot has changed. I'm still you know, not gainfully employed, um, on and on and on, but looking at it fairly, and that, and that would mean looking at it very closely, um, I'm doing a heck of a lot better than I was last year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not horribly morbidly depressed like I was then. Um, I'm not questioning God and my faith like I was then. Um, and, and though I don't know what the future holds any more than I did a year ago, I, I know I'm a lot closer to whatever it will be than I was a year ago. So, uh, my birthday was awesome. I mean, it was very low key last year. We went to Disney. I mean, not Disney world, we went to a theme park, you know, I got a bunch of Lego stuff. It was awesome. Uh, this year it was real low key, uh, 41, no big deal. Right. Uh, but I got two pounds of jelly bellies from my, from my daughter who knows me and loves me. And, um, it was awesome. Uh, they're all gone. And I got um, a diet Coke with my name on it, which uh, my wife did as a joke because I she knows I think that's a hokey dumb thing. <laughs> and my son picked out a uh, something I didn't even know existed till right before they went shopping for me. Uh, a Lego snow speeder which I've wanted a snow speeder for a long long time in Lego and, and they just came out with one and uh, it just happened to be at Target. So I got that joker and Saturday. Uh, oh, oh, oh. And I got 150 bucks. Woohoo. I got it cash, man. Sitting right up here on my desk. I'm looking at it right now. hundred dollar bills, by the way, I they've changed them. There's this now this big, I mean, there's a lot of new stuff. Uh, there's this inkwell, you know, that changes colors. There's this big blue ribbon that goes down the side. There's all these different um, things. Uh, you know, see through, you can see Ben Franklin in the watermark and all this. I'm like, how much does it cost to make a hundred dollar bill anymore? It's probably a hundred bucks. That's what I figure. So it's useless. Um, Somebody's like, give it to me then. Yeah. But Saturday I put that uh, snow speeder together by myself, not with my son this time. Um, usually he and I trade off and do one of the others, but uh, it was my birthday and I, I did it myself but Sunday was was great um, we go to this little church and the the pastor's wife is the uh, you know takes care of the kids during service which is amazing and great um, and, I, and I always appreciate it because I used to do that job you know granted it was for more than two kids but she comes prepared and she has crafts and and lessons and stuff like that and she really takes it seriously and that's great but uh, that evening, um, she does it in the evening as well. They came back uh, after the pre- the preaching, and my daughter's wearing this big giant helmet of salvation. They've been doing the the you know, the, the, bre- you know, the the full armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, you know, the belt of truth, the you know, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, of peace, that whole thing. And uh, they had this big Roman soldier helmet made out of uh, uh, cardstock and 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 some. And it had been covered with, like, uh, aluminum foil. So it it was a good project, you know. It was something off, uh, I think she got it off of Pinterest, I found out later on. Hers looked a lot better than even the one on Pinterest, which is really rare. Usually Pinterest (laughs) is unattainably awesome. Um, But the thing that made my day about it was, first of all, that they both come walking in, and they're still not young enough to feel stupid about that, you know. Uh, but secondly I looked at my daughter's uh the fronds sticking up and they had been painstakingly uh marked up with pink and black zebra stripes. So my daughter made a pink and black zebra stripe helmet of salvation and uh it looked really good. Now, all that being said, um I always like to keep it real and I'll tell you that Sunday was a was a horrible day. Um it wasn't great on my birthday either. It wasn't great on Saturday. Uh, Sunday was hard. Um, but it. But I, I wanted to go back to church that evening. And I don't even know why. Because when I'm in a bad mood at church, it's it's really bad. And it reminds me... Um, being in a bad mood at church is hard because you come off like a butthead. And when you're in a bad mood, you'd rather just stay home because... Everybody knows you. They can avoid you. (laughs) Um, but it is good that I'm not a pastor or actively a pastor right now, because when you're a pastor and you come off like a butthead, they don't forget, you know, it's like you're marked for life. Oh, that that's the butthead pastor. Um, but nobody at this church knows me uh, or they don't know that part of me. And so I get to go and I get to look like a butthead. Um, and not sing if I don't want to sing, and uh, it's okay. And that's that's what we'd been looking for all along. So even on the rough day, that was something to be thankful for. And there was still the zebra striped helmet of salvation. Monday was also a rough day, but I finished setting up um, something called a Plex media server. Plex is a media server software, um, and it's free. And uh, they'll let you pay. Uh, for upgrades and stuff like that, which I ended up doing. I paid for a year um, to get individual accounts for all of my kids. And I spent um, most of the weekend and finished up on Monday, like I said, um, ripping all of the Blu-rays and DVDs that I have and putting them into this collection on this media server. And one of the best things of that day was when I realized I had filled up the hard drive on the quote unquote media server, the hard, the hard drive on this computer. And I was like, Oh man, it's only, it's only like a half a gig or not half a gig. I'm sorry. It's only half a terabyte, you know, it's 500 something gig. I'm like, I I need a new hard drive. So I go online and I don't want to buy a hard drive, 80 bucks, you know, whatever, whatever. For some random reason, I went down and looked into one of my drawers where I keep kind of just cables and stuff. And inside of this static, proof bag lo and behold is a two terabyte drive that i had been keeping kind of like they keep walt disney and cryogenic freezing it's the one that got screwed up and um that i was hoping i'd be able to get more off of well i've realized since i put that away apparently that i got everything off of it and um it was like uh you know putting on your coat and finding 10 bucks in it from the from last winter it's like a bonus i mean when does that ever happen i I wanted a one terabyte drive, didn't want to pay for that. Boom, got a free one down there in a the drawer. So, you know, as far as random uh, blessings or random happenstances, uh, that that's two for two as far as I'm concerned, you know, between fixing podcast.nlcast.com and getting a free terabyte drive, two terabyte drive. So that was good. And now we're all set up. The kids can log on and they don't, they don't see, The movies, except for the kid movies and the kid TV shows. There's music files that we're able to put up there and share. And you can even uh, stream this stuff over the internet. Like, I haven't tried that yet, but um, it is possible. And my wife's, you know, got her account and everything. It's really cool. Plex, P-L-E-X. Check it out. And uh, I get absolutely nothing for it. So, (laughs) Tuesday, um, I was just uh, doing my thing, you know, and it's still a rough day. It was actually probably the second to the to the worst day. Wednesday was the worst day. Um, it was a really bad day, but um, I looked out, and there's this package. My, my family was gone. There's this package, tiny little box, and I cannot, in for the life of me, remember what I bought from Amazon because it sure enough is an Amazon box. Well, it's after my birthday, right? So I crack it open. And uh, I pull out the packaging and I see this um, something that was on my wish list. It's a, uh, It's called an original 3D crystal puzzle by Disney. It's a Buzz Light um, and it's clear, like crystal. And you put it together and it's really awesome. And I quickly put the padding back because I'm like, oh man, my wife got this for me, you know. And, and then I, eh, I'm gonna look inside and I did. And I realized and I remembered that my buddy, uh, Peter Yu, uh one of our listeners um had told me I, I got you something off your uh guest, you know, your wish list on Amazon. You can expect it on Tuesday, and this was it. It was my awesome buzz puzzle. So I smiled big in the middle of a crappy day. And uh that was pretty awesome. Later on, uh Emily, a young lady that I will read her email in just a bit, um, she heard my um G-O-K podcast, Gospel of Kennison. Uh that I had done most, you know, well, a hundred percent because of a request that she had made after I had recorded nobody's listening um, episode two twenty four, and told my story about my hyper spiritual life. She had said in the, in the, in the chat room, have you ever considered writing anything about, you know, the word, the word of faith background that you come from the hyper faith background and uh, how you came out of it. And I'm like, well, I'm not really a blogger. I'm a podcaster. So I'll do a, Gospel of Kennison, you know, about that, and I did. But I couldn't remember who, you know, had, had asked me, and I was really hoping that it would get to her somehow, and it did. And her email not only was great, but uh it was also um it was also really good to know that she had found it. Because that's, you know, the main reason why I did it. Uh you can check out Gospel of Kennison. I wanna say it's episode f- let me let me just look it up real quick. It is episode forty there it is g o k forty growing up in a hyper christian environment and it is uh it is it is very much a tell all type of thing if you really wanna see what um what wayward spirituality is like in a christian uh hyper christian environment that's that's the thing. you will be shocked and awed by it but um it was still a bad day, and I didn't record. Nobody's listening that evening. Couldn't do it. I You can't, you know, I just don't feel, don't feel funny. But to bring an MMD out of even that, I finally, for the first time, I think, honestly posted. I just don't feel funny. I'm not feeling well. That's why we're not doing this show. And I realized that for so long, because somebody says, uh, well, I hope you're doing better, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and I said, well, just go back. Through the last couple years of the show, and every time that I missed a show, every time that I told uh, John that I wasn't feeling well, I lied. I was still trying to hide, you know, my depression. I was so ashamed of it, and and still am. But I blamed myself for it back then. I thought I was to blame. I thought it was my fault. I thought it was something. If I just hid it long enough, it would, you know, go away on its own. And uh, it was nice to be able to ha- have the freedom to just say, I don't feel funny today, okay? I don't feel good and and whatever. It's a little sucky because I get, um, uh, you know, through Patreon, I, I get about 90 bucks plus per episode because of our awesome contributors. And it's the only thing I'm doing right now that produces any sort of what I would call income. So it was really rough to not only not be able to do the show for fun, but also because it's my, you know, it's my livelihood or, you know, what I would call it for now, an excuse for livelihood. But uh, but Peter and Emily um, and the freedom to tell the truth is, uh, is definitely something that makes up for it. Wednesday was the worst. <laughs> it was a rough week, guys, but it ends good. It ends well. Uh, But Wednesday I had a really rough night and I sat on the couch and I talked to my wife and just let it out. And um, because a lot of times when I, especially recently when I get very, very sad um, it feels like nothing's going to get any better and I don't have any solutions. And so as a, as a guy I sit there and I try to come up with solutions. I try to almost prove to my wife through my words that, I I really want to make things different than they are. Even though we both know I can't, I can't, there's nothing I can do to change this. And that sounds like a cop-out, but it's just the truth because I'm doing everything I can. She knows that I've never not done everything I can. And, uh, you know, she knows that when I can do, I do. And when I can, I will. And when I can't, it's because I just can't. And so I love my supportive spouse. She Any credit I get for being anything or doing anything or speaking out against anything, she, or for anything, she gets double credit. Because without her, there would be no me. And that is not just being nice. That is the honest to God truth. So Thursday, I was feeling um, a lot better. That was yesterday. (laughs) Today's Friday. And today, feeling good. So it it was good. It was a good thing because I got to, um, uh, I I had a show planned to record. And that show was uh, called uh, Movie Beatdown. Me and three other friends, John Steinklobber, Paulie Godbout, Christian Suddreth, I'm going to get together, and we're going to break down movies uh, based on the book uh, Blake Snyder's Save the Cat, which he has 15 beats that he says are in just about every movie. And we're going to start breaking down our favorite movies into those beats and just learning more about how stories are constructed. And uh, a couple of us are writers, um, and some are just Blake Snyder fans. I was really looking forward to it. We've been planning it for months, and I, I told him on uh tuesday i'm like guys i I hate this i hate it i hate it i hate it but i'm not able to do nobody's listening tonight um and and i have no reason to believe that i won't feel better but i have no reason to believe i will and so i'm just letting you know well thursday i was able to get up and i just i just could tell instantly that i felt better things were not sad and horrible And so uh, I send it out. Hey, we're doing the show tonight. Thanks, blah, 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 blah. And we did. We recorded that show at 930, and it went on for about an hour and 17 minutes. And it was a lot of fun. And I wasn't even going to release the first one because usually first episodes are kind of rough. Um, But it was good. It was good. It was so fun. And I hope people will listen. You know, there's a little bit of a learning curve with the Blake Snyder, you know, save the cat concept. You got to kind of know about that. And we'll be creating our own audience with it. There, there's no, no doubt about that. But anybody that's a potential writer or a movie fan or people that are just kind of bored with, or, or not even bored, but just want a new way to experience their favorite movies, they're going to they're gonna love this show. Um, so we, we recorded that. Before that, let me back up a little bit. I was out of soda, and I posted it, I think on Wednesday, up online, that I was out of my brown drank. That's what I call it. Brown drank my diet cherry Pepsi and uh, a young lady named Jewel Kessie, who is uh, a a wonderful, wonderful person in her own right. Not just because of what she did for me, but but just because of what she means to my family and to me and uh, just what I've seen her do with her life, what she was when she started or when I first met her. And, and what she, God has uh, done in her and, and the life that she's about to embark on and all this kind of stuff. Not only because of all of those things, but because when she came by to visit my kids, <laughs> she brought a 12-pack of Diet Ch- Cherry Brown drink. So I was very, very excited about that. <laughs> MMD. And that's my week. So let's get into your stuff. Uh, remember, if you have an MMD and you're... Uh, you know, on social networking, just tag it. Tag it with hashtag MMDcast. We had one from Rachel on Facebook, and she says there was a local commercial in a bunch of times during the Packer preseason game last night that started "Attention, truck drivers." It is uh, for a company trying to hire truck drivers. Every single time I heard "Attention, drunk drivers," for some reason and. I don't think that's who they really wanted to hire, MMD. So, it's awesome. That's like, um, I saw a an ad that somebody had posted on Facebook, and when you read the ad, you read it wrong. Well, I told my wife about the ad, and even when I told it to her, she heard it the same way I read it. So, I will tell you. It basically just said, it was a quote, Just said, had a man and a woman walking together and hand in hand. And he says, it just says, when I'm walking with you, I feel like I have a flower in my buttonhole. (laughs) See, you just did the same thing. Buttonhole. (laughs) But uh, even when you hear it, it sounds absolutely horrible. So uh, I hope you got a kick out of that flower in my buttonhole. You know, that's what that's what I should start saying. Because sometimes I like saying butt head over, you know, butthole. Cause it's, it's a little cleaner. Um, but I could say, you know, buttonhole. <laughs> I said buttonhole, <laughs> uh, Ian V mails. We, uh, we have a couple of, of ones here. Uh, Emily, remember I mentioned her earlier. She said it made my day when my family liked, oh no, no, this is Janusz. It's, it's a paragraph higher. Uh, Janusz writes in, he says, it made my day when my family liked the cake I made for my dad's 60th birthday. He's a civil engineer specializing in water resource management. So I made a carrot cake and iced it to look like a reservoir complete with a dam. I also liked that. I could say that he loved his damn cake Yanush. So <laughs> excellent. Uh, did you take any pictures of the damn cake? That's what, that's what I need to know. All right, Emily, I mentioned earlier. Hey, James, I just want to thank you for the latest GOK episode. As I was the one who made the request, I spent the better part of my childhood and adolescence in a word faithy church and my parents were very involved in it. Anyway, I'm now in Bible college and have been breaking away from it, trying to sort through what is true and what is not. My experiences were probably not as extreme as yours, but I relate to a lot of what you said, and it helped. I also appreciate you take, talking about what ministry is at the end of the show, because even though I'm studying to be in ministry, I still often feel like I don't really know what it looks like in real life. Yeah, I'm still still wondering what it looks like in real life. I have also battled with depression and anxiety, and it's great to hear someone being so honest and wanting to talk about it. Listening to your shows encourages me a lot. Sorry for the rant. Just wanted to say thanks, Emily. Uh, M dash in the chat room. So thank you so much. That was no rant. That was that was a great email. Um, let's see. This one's from um, a anonymous person. Okay. Um, he starts off by saying, "I was," and I've had heavily edited this thing to keep his uh, anonymity for different reasons. I was on episode eight of Double called double loop says you were talking about suicide and you gave a short message to those who might have ever considered taking their own life and i began sobbing and then he goes to tell me about the financial troubles they've had uh just life situations that have been high pressure new marriage stuff and then the day comes where it all just kind of culminates and two horrible things happen at the same time one is he gets fired from his job the other one is just the situation that's hard to explain but is, is, would be devastating to his family. And it happened twice in a row. He said, by the end of this day, I was feeling like crap. And between my uh, ongoing struggles with the difficulties of the day, I was ready to give up. I was done. I was done being a good person. I was done trying to make myself a better person. I was done with life. Thankfully, you intervened. After we got home and my wife had gone to bed, I was listening to MMDCast to fill my head with something other than negativity. I'd been contemplating ending my life that very night. Suddenly, I heard you talking about those who had committed suicide and the message that you wanted to share with those who had considered it, and I literally fell prostrate on the floor, sobbing and crying out to God. Earlier in the day, I had told God and myself that even though I didn't know how to be thankful for all this crap, I would still be faithful to Him, but the weight really hit me later on so much that i could barely think straight and see that's the thing man it, it just twists your mind but hearing you say uh to hold on work and work through and don't give up hit me i realized the stupidity of my thoughts and the actions that I had complicated contemplated i wouldn't say the stupidity of your thoughts I would just say the danger danger and i mean it, it's stupid in in the when you're after when you're you know, done with it, and you're like, "Oh, I can't believe that!" But um, nobody is is stupid for thinking it. It's just, it's just lies. It's dangerous, dangerous lies. Um, but uh, I realized the stupidity of my thoughts and the actions that I complicated. I realized that suicide on the big scale is nothing more than a permanent solution to an action uh, done because of a temporary, insignificant problem. Yeah, yeah. Don't. There's never a. Uh, you never need to make a permanent solution for a temporary problem in anything, but especially life stuff. As I write this, I'm still crying, some because of the feelings of hopelessness, but mostly tears of joy because I am still alive. I will get up tomorrow morning, kiss my wife, and thank God for another day to live, and I will live uh, to the fullest that I can achieve. And I owe thanks to you, Mr. Kennison. I believe God used you and your brief plea to reconsider uh, to keep me where I am. I hate uh, that it is hard to express emotion through typed letters, but please realize that I wish to show you all of the gratitude possible. You, Mr. Kennison, made my day. Many, many thanks, and God bless. Anonymous. So now you can see why I kept it anonymous. Nobody wants um, everyone to know uh, that that they had struggled with suicide because that is one stigma that for some reason is it still sticks, still sticks forever. You can be depressed, people forgive you. But if you say, "I ever I committed," you know, or thought about suicide, then you get put in this category, like you're some weak little teenager person huddled in the corner in a brown, uh, you know, sweat sweatshirt. You know, uh, like you're some druggy They that can't get a fix, and uh, you know. Uh, I I I always say that I I never dealt with depression. I mean sorry, suicide thoughts. And and that is true, thankfully. Uh but I think it's mostly because my my real dad killed himself as a result and I just simply wouldn't allow it in. I mean it the thoughts of they'd be better off without you definitely came um the thoughts of I wish I'd never been born definitely came the thoughts of if I could you know snap my fingers and not exist I would and I think that's a close cousin if not the first step toward those kind of thoughts I just wasn't allowed I guess to find a solution for those desires So um I was I was very blessed in that respect. Um, so, but thank you uh, to respond to Mr. Anonymous here. Thank you so much for sending that in. I, I know I was very straight faced and straight voiced when I read through that, but um, it's been a rough week and uh, emotions kind of dry up after a week like that. You know, when you're, when you're feeling good, uh, the, the tears don't come, but uh, as hard as it is to express emotion through a podcast <laughs> just know that I, I deeply appreciate you and and everyone and then i'm 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 basically in disbelief that anything I could do would mean that much to anyone uh I would be lying if I didn't say as I was recording that that i that I wondered if it wouldn't make you know, some sort of contact with a person at exactly the right time. Because that's what you hope. That's what you hope. You know, you hope for these awesome things. But then when they come, I'm, I'm not skeptical at all of it. Um, the, the disbelief comes from the lack of faith in myself, not in my listeners or the message for that matter. Well, guys, that's it. Visit us online at mmdcast.com. Email your comments to mmdcast at gmail.com or call them in at 2095-NLCast. You can follow the show on Twitter um, at uh, mmdcast.com. I'm sorry, show Twitter at... What is this? You can follow the show on Twitter at mmdcast. Follow me... um, personally at uh nl cast and thanks for all of the awesome reviews on itunes man I, i looked up there and there's like 14 of you guys uh talking about how you appreciate the show and i really 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 appreciate that that's a that's a huge thing when people do that so i appreciate it here's hoping that every day that you will find something that makes your day see you next week